Hello, 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 universe. Thank you for joining me again here on my podcast, Indecent Sexposure. This episode will be coming to you from Mama Bear's universe as we take a lighthearted step at uh, down this particular lane to a place that I call the motherland. Um, it has been a few weeks since I've uploaded, so I do apologize for that, but just getting over the holidays and I'm dealing with bad weather in the parts of the country where I am, and I've just really, really, really been focused on uh, getting through the craziness of the new year. With that being said, I did want to go ahead and jump online and put out something that has been coming through a couple of my channels, uh, specifically for those who are still new to the swinging environment. Welcome aboard. Uh, Mama Bear is an advocate and an avid swinger. Uh, if it's done in a professional context and a professional setting. So this particular podcast, we're going to talk about some lighthearted fun that I've had several times before in the past with regards to orgies. So is an orgy for you or not for you? Um, and it does not have to necessarily be done in a swinger setting, but I will say a swinger setting is the safest place that you're going to be able to experiment and explore specifically for women who are out as myself, single swingers, you need to be in the best place where you have the best security and you don't have to worry about things getting uh, out of control or out of hand. With that being said, let's move on. As with anything else, I do believe in making everything make sense. And so to get a better understanding of what orgies are and kind of where they originated, I always like to do my homework. So as far back as I could go with other um, podcasts that I put up before, and speaking specifically to the origins of the swinging lifestyle, I have come across uh, some similar origins when it comes to the origins of orgies and how we're participating in them. So I've come across a great article with psychologytoday.com and it speaks to the history and psychology of the orgies. Most people will have a little bit of their knowledge about most things that we've all learned hearsay, we hear gossip, we hear fear, but we don't really hear facts a lot. Um, so that's where I basically want to be able to take this. Um, I did a little bit of research with Wikipedia as well, and then just basically anything that you're looking for right now, get something directly from the horse's mouth or from a validated source. Orgy, by its definition, um, and again, you're going to have to take things sometimes not as literal as they come across, but you need to be able to do due diligence on what exactly you're looking for. 
So with the freedictionary.com, they have orgy listed as a social gathering involving unrestrained indulgence, especially in sexual activity and drinking. Another one here states that it is a secret rite in the cults of ancient Greek or Roman deities and societies, typically involving frenzied singing, dancing, drinking, and sexual activity. So for me, I can personally say the orgies that I have involved myself in will speak to the former, which will be a social gathering of like-minded swingers involving unrestrained indulgence. And for me, that's exactly what sex is to me. It's an indulgence. I like to participate um, as often as I can, not always as much as I can, and not necessarily with what I specifically like to indulge in. But that is where swinging comes from. You take the good along with the bad. Um, it is um, speaking specifically to sexual activity and drinking. This is going to mean um, people who understand what swinging is and understanding orgies and understanding that they are given permission to participate in orgies. Unrestricted. I make it a point to when I'm ever in a swinging environment that I am never drinking or never taking any recreational substances because I want to be aware. There are people who are out who still indulge in very unsafe, unethical sexual practices. And when they're doing things without your knowledge, like involving themselves in orgies and you want to make sure that if it's uh, more than however many males that are involved, that all males are wearing condoms. People out here do not have any regard for their own personal life or safety and may not have any regard to you, which is why a lot of people, if they're engaging in certain sexual activity, they're only going to do it with certain people that they know. And that could be the basis of some orgies. I participated in orgies on both ends, people that were completely unbeknownst to me and people that I have known. Um, but you got to be safe. So people engage in unethical sexual things like trying to flip condoms off, um, <clears throat> coerce you into having sex with multiple people without condoms, women and anyone participating in being penetrated during sex. Please be safe and be mindful. And those of you who are doing that, whether you want to be called out or not, those of you who are doing that, please understand that that is now in most states being considered a form of sexual battery and sexual assault when you are having sex with a person without a condom, without their consent. So that type of practice is not an orgy and it's never okay in the swinging environment to have sex without condoms. Most swinging communities and clubs are going to provide condoms for you for use at no charge. So there really isn't any reason to participate in unsafe sex with anyone. Also, uh, there's been a recent rise in questions, and I just actually in, uh, responded to a gentleman on one of my dating apps today, and he's like, you know, it sounds really interesting. I want to know more. Um, I'm not that much of an advocate or in my personal social settings for newbies, so I will just give you a little bit of information, point you in the right direction. Uh, get online, record a podcast, tell you to give a listen, but if you're actually going to try to turn up somewhere with me or find me at, um, a club, unless I'm there specifically in the capacity to be a host and, and hosting a group of newbies, 
I really don't like to spend all of my time texting, tweeting, chatting back and forth with the finer points of the etiquette, membership, fees, things, clubs, where they are, where to go, what to do, what not to do. You need to be able to conduct your own research, do due diligence in that, and be well informed before you go. With that being said, again, orgies um, actually have been around again since ancient Egyptian times. Um, let's get back to the beginning of the beginning. Alrighty, and my research takes me back to, um, there's an ancient Egyptian book out called The Book of the Heavenly Cow, which contains the myth of the destruction of mankind. And being displeased with the mounting rebelliousness of mankind, the aging sun god Ra sends his daughter Hathor to wreak revenge and havoc. Hathor takes the form of a bloodthirsty lioness, Sekhmet, and ravages up and down the Nile Valley, killing every man and woman and child in sight. With mankind on the verge of extinction, Ra takes pity, however, and then floods the fields with beer dyed red with ochre. Mistaking the beer for blood, Sekamont then drinks to intoxication and falls asleep, only to arise in the benign form of Hathar, the goddess of joy, love, and fertility. So to commemorate this event, the ancient Egyptians held communal annual festivals of drunkenness at the beginning of their calendar year in mid-August, when the Nile River was at its biggest and most swelling points. Revelers then drank to the point of passing out to be awoken by the beating of drums, symbolizing the transformation of Sekhmet into Hathar. The revelers, which had an important religious dimension, typically took place uh, in these activities in temples and shrines, which also included dancing and public sex, in part to imitate and appropriate the flood and the fertility yet to come. Hence, that was symbolized by the blood red color, color of the Nile River. So the word orgy, which ultimately derived from the ancient Greek word origin, entered actually into the English language in the 1560s to mean many licentious revelry. So today people think that an orgy is of a party involving open and unrestrained sex between diverse people with little or no prior knowledge to one another. But originally, the origia or the origin word of origin referred to the ancient secret rites of the ancient Greek mystery cults such as the Dionysian mysteries and the cults of Sibylle, which aimed above all else as an ecstatic union with the divine. So as I've always said with regards to me personally being a Scorpio, my sexuality is just to me one of those types of energies that I've received the same as practicing any form of spirituality. So as we can go back to before the writing of the actual Christian Bible as we know it, to know that sexual practices have always been a part 
of human socialization. So we as human beings have to be able to be very comfortable with having these conversations and understand that having a good, healthy sexual appetite is what makes us human. So how can we indulge more into the things that make us human? And I believe if you can indulge in them and enjoy them openly and freely, you are less likely to go to the negative aspects when things are done in secret, they are done with lies, they're done behind closed doors, they're done aggressively, they are done coercively, they're done without permission, and you're doing all of those things because you don't feel comfortable as an adult to openly speak about your wants, needs, and desires when it comes to your sexual self. So we have to be able to make sure that we can, again, pull the wool back, pull the secrets back, pull the um, hearsay back, pull the fear back, um, pull back the stereotypes, and just have a conversation as adults about what you want to engage in and not engage in. For me, the why is not that important, but when I am engaging with different partners, I have to have the conversation about what you like and what you don't like and what I like and what I don't like and what we're going to participate in together and with permission. That is the only way to keep things above board and to keep things um, where you're not disrespecting anyone and you're not taking advantage of anyone. There are too many adults that are still out thinking that sex is something you have to sneak around, lie about in order to engage in it and indulge in it. And what that means is you yourself haven't come to terms with who you are. You are involving yourself with people who don't know how to or don't want to have open dialogue about healthy sexual appetites. So therefore, you just continue to move through your life year in and year out in unnecessary secrets and lies and none of that stuff ever ends well for anyone. Alrighty, um, another point that I wanted to make before I got into uh, a couple of uh, things that I've attended is another lifestyle um, article that I came across that speaks of the rise of the orgy in the age of sex positivism. And I'm so happy to be an advocate and great that my voice is out there now. Uh, I'm gaining more followers and more listeners to the podcast. So thank you, Anchor FM. I believe we're now starting to stream on Spotify. So um, Mama Bear and Medusa both, thank you all for listening and for understanding that Yes, my background as a swinger, as a femdom, all of that is specifically to empower women, first of all, and to, again, engage in a dialogue for anything that's sex positive. So I think the rise of the orgy is definitely the rise of the fact that we are considering it to be something sex positive. Um, Swinger clubs and swinger organizations that get out and promote avenues, opportunities, clubs, environments for you to go out and experience your sexual selves. I believe the curiosity has always been there, but the ability for people to actually go out and have the opportunity to participate is now where this huge surge of popularity for orgies is now coming to play. Uh, So this particular article speaks on uh, a specific incident or something that used to be fairly taboo as it says that as an organization of sex lives becomes less of a taboo, the market for sex parties is booming. 
Guests wonder the luxury Mayfair apartment in a formal attire, chit-chatting, lounging on sofas, and sipping champagne. And at midnight, a bell is rung and everyone knows to get naked. Around half an hour later, after initial awkwardness has worn off, the flat is a full of a sea of writhing bodies. This particular organization is called Heaven Circle. It is probably the world's biggest sex party club. Um, and in Britain, I believe this is where the article originated. It was viewed on a documentary called Sex Party Secrets from around 2012. Right now, this organization is boasting members of over 20,000 and they hold parties in places such as London, Paris, New York, LA, Vegas, Ibiza, Berlin, Amsterdam, Vienna, so forth and so on. And they always sell out. Okay, the parties are a huge opulent extravaganza and a most recent one took place in a $30 million house in Maryland, Maryland Bone. If I have that mispronounced, I apologize. Um, it is basically a party that demonstrates a pretty well-run uh, business and a lucrative business and it is, uh, in the eyes world, one that um, satiates the enormity of people's sexual appetites. So that gives you just one idea of what a sex party would be like. Again, Heaven Circle, look them up. I did. They have certain parameters that are there, um, certain things that are there as far as referral networks. Um, they do have an age clause that's there. Um, and I do believe that there are parameters on those who can attend a singles versus if you are a couple. That brings me back to my own personal experiences and being a member of a club in Atlanta called The Loft, located in the Midtown section of Atlanta. I believe the address is 925 Bowen Street. The website should be swingingatlanta.com. Check them out. Also a member of Club Secrets in Kissimmee, Florida. Their website, secretsfl.com. Give them a check out. Either one of the clubs are amazing. Uh, the Loft in Atlanta is only about 3,500 square feet. Uh, it's two stories. It has um, orgy rooms, a small orgy room, two-bed orgy room. Just off of that upstairs, we have about six, maybe eight private rooms, but the orgy rooms are there. This one particular orgy I participated in actually originated out of a birthday party that I wanted to host for myself a few years ago. And I let the club host do the invites, handle the invites, whatever she wanted to do. This one particular day, the party was hosted on a Wednesday, which is the midweek daytime party. And this was the open life party. This means open life, any and everybody welcome and all are welcome to come in and explore, experiment, participate, not participate, and just have a blast. So I particularly wanted this particular birthday party to be a gangbang, which is um, how we decided to promote it. And at the gangbang, it ended up being five guys and me, which would be six as the birthday girl. If we included the host, that would be seven. And 
the orgy became again kind of impromptu because the gangbang was just going to be that um as many guys lined up banging me as long as they wanted and uh if i felt comfortable with two or the guys felt comfortable with me bringing more than one in then i would perform fellatio on one guy which means i'm sucking the hell out of a mean dick and i'm getting fucked from the back so that was fun and i enjoyed that and then we ended up where it was an orgy in the instance that i ended up being in the orgy room on the orgy bed and I had different guys from different angles taking bits and pieces of me as they could. They did not interact with each other, but there were at least two guys that were in the circle that I knew to be bisexual, including a host who's actually a transsexual. With that being said, the orgy ended up being me having two guys on my nipples. I got two different dicks in my hand, and then I got somebody else, um that's fucking me. So I was all over the place, guys. And I just kept switching it up. Had guys switch to different positions. I was in different positions and they ended up being really fun. When you're in a position that you're doing sex positive and you know that you're controlling your body and you're in control of it, which is where I am as a grown 40 something plus year old woman, you know, you still got things that are out there that are going to be on your bucket list. I wanted this to be one of the things that I could put on my bucket list and I can check it off specifically for the gang thing. I was not looking for the guys who want to participate together at all with me. It was just going to be a gang bang, which is just you at line of guys lining up, taking their turn. They're going to fuck and fuck as long as they want or as you want them to fuck and then they move on. Um, so it ended up being me kind of being pushed pull all over the bed a uh, dicks upside my head you know dick in the pussy a dick in the hand a dick in my mouth somebody on my tits somebody's got my vibrators out playing with them i've got my toys there i just basically allowed myself to be i say it was the equivalent of being a piece of taffy you know or uh, gum and I'm basically just kind of pulled and stretched in all different directions but I wanted to be there for those that showed up and helped me celebrate my birthday and just to feel wanted and desired and let these guys have their way with me within reason that happened at the loft and I really did enjoy that it was fun my second experience was with an orgy where I fully participated was at Club Secrets and uh, Club Secrets is a actual resort. So you have uh, 80 to 90 hotel. Um, actually, that's a joint uh, that encloses, I put it this way, the actual swingers club. So the whole resort is clothing optional. So it's an 89 room hotel resort. There's, uh, I think, two outdoor swimming pools, two outdoor jacuzzis, a tiki bar. There's a volleyball court, I think a tennis court. All of this is inside the enclosure of what we call the courtyard. Inside, on the bottom level of the actual hotel, the conference room area of the hotel has been tricked out to an actual dance club that is clothing optional. Um, and then there is the actual swingers club. So the swingers club, 
Uh, you go through the kitchen and the dining area where they offer breakfast, late dinners, I believe buffets, and of course room service. You can then get over to the Swingers Club and there you have the dungeon room, you have the orgy room, there's a community shower, I think a 10 or 12 head open community shower. All of the lockers are off to that area. And it is just really a fun place. So if you are a swinger swinger and someone who, again, is sex positive, you're going to get to resorts like that and you're going to really love uh, and have a great time and make the most of it when you've been there. I've been to the resort at times uh, just to go and get away by myself, just to be out in the pool or in the sun and just to lay out naked and nude. And I'm not participating in sex only because I just wanted to enjoy the freedom of being in that space. So you have a lot of different clubs in any major city, any state, look them up, go to sdc.com, go to swinglifestyle.com, look for the listed parties or clubs, and then go to those particular clubs, websites, where you are or where you intend to travel to, where you intend to be, and make sure that you're going to get a better understanding of the etiquette, the pricing, the things, the rules, the regulations before you go. Again... The thing about swinging is, yes, it's about the indulgence in sex primarily, but it is not a guarantee of participating in sex. So you want to have a better understanding of what these environments are before you go because I've had the unfortunate experience of dealing with more than one person who's not been well versed in the etiquette of the club and they pay to get into the club and they think that you as a host or as a participant or just as a guest there that they're supposed to walk up to you and they have the right to fuck you because they paid money to get into the club. And that's not how that works. You're paying to, for the environment. You're paying for the experience. You're paying for the exposure. You do not pay for sex. I need to make sure that I put that disclaimer out there because swinging clubs, members that are full on members, sophisticated members are not prostitute guys. So you do not pay for sex or sexual activity. You are there to participate as little or as much as you want. Or you could just be there in the capacity of being a warrior where you're there and you're watching and that does enough to whet your sexual appetite. So you have to be able to pay respect to the environment that you're in. Okay, with that being said, Club Secrets is just a wonderful, fun-filled place to go, and it's really and truly like being a kid in a candy store. This particular orgy happened on, oh gosh, what night was it? I forget what the theme was. It was a week day night, and leading into some major holiday on a Monday, I can't remember what it was, but it was more people that just like booked a regular two night stay at the uh, resort. There are people that own their own condos that are at the resort and they may rent those out. So it was just an unusual amount of people hanging out on this particular day going into that weekend. So I believe that Monday that we were there was some federal holiday and a lot of people were just not working that day. So my partner and I got there, got checked into our room really early and we were just like, like we're just going to go with the flow, you know. So uh, we uh, made our rounds. We were out at the pool in the jacuzzi for a long time, networking, talking with a few people. Went back to our regular suite, laid down, had a little dinner, chill for a minute. And then maybe around 10 that night, we uh, went over to the swingers club. And in the club, we played around. We did a couple different things in the um, 
resort area and the swingers club area went to the dance club part of the area did that had a few drinks and we ended up in the orgy room and this is a 25 bed orgy room so it's a fairly large place the entire resort i can't tell you what the square foot is but if you can imagine a hotel being large enough to hold 80 or 90 hotel rooms along with two outdoor full-size lap swimming pools two full-size uh eight and ten person jacuzzis you can imagine how big this resort is so if you get a chance to get to kissimmee florida just south of orlando go check it out you'll have a blast um so while we're there, it's just really my partner and I just kind of enjoying each other. And then I'm realizing another couple kind of comes up. I motion for them to kind of come over and hang out and do their thing. So it was a couple we had spoke with a little bit earlier. And we were just like, yeah, we'll see you guys there and we'll see what happens. So the female and I ended up swapping partners. She and I did not interact with each other. I had sex with her partner and she had sex with mine. And we ended up swapping back. And it was just really just kind of, you know, a little giggly girl thing. You know, we were doing different positions and different things like that and kind of rating our guys' reactions. And they're getting all crazy and enjoying themselves. And then there's a fifth guy that comes around out of some place. And then one host comes over. That was the two of us, the other couple that's for the one single guy that was there that was five, the host. And I remember... Another female that was there, she said she was a stripper. Um, I do remember her. Her and I did a little girl-on-girl -girl play. That was really nice. We played with titties. We sucked pussy. We um, just really were kind of into each other. Her and I were. The other young lady was her partner. She was not into girl-on-girl -girl at all. And then there was another guy there. I'm going to call him the football player. I don't know if he really was or not. But this guy's body style, just really huge, looking like a linebacker. Okay, he was just really kind of uh, into me and the one young lady who uh, told me she was a stripper. The next thing I know, guys, uh, after everyone's, and it's kind of the end of the night where people falling back to their own hotel rooms or um, it was coming to the end of where they were closing down that section of the club for the orgy room. And it, most clubs are going to have a certain time that they close down. So I think we were getting close to the <clears throat> 12 p.m. closing time for that night. And the next thing I know, it's just like the seven of us are all twisted up like a bunch of pretzels. And everybody is trying to get it in where they can fit it in. Uh, my buddy ended up, again, parlaying with the other chick that was there with her guy. He's fucking her. That guy that was her partner is fucking the stripper. Um, I remember eating the stripper's pussy. The guy that was the uh, ball player, uh, I remember him giving me a lot of the business. And the fuck with him was really good. Uh, but because it was an open, the one single guy that was there... Um, Kind of dropped a little bomb in my ear earlier that he was bisexual. and But none of the other guys there were bi. However, the one guy that I was least suspecting to be bisexual was the football player. And as he's fucking me, he's whispering in my ear to motion for any of the other guys to come over. And he wanted them to top him. Mind you that this particular club on that particular night did not specifically say whether or not it was open life or gay or bi or straight. 
it's a given that most girls would be okay with playing with each other. But guy-on-guy -guy activity is definitely something that has to be checked because it can be something that straight swingers are not used to seeing and no one wants to put anyone in an uncomfortable position. So this particular football player, as he's fucking me, as other everybody else is just kind of twisted up from different parts of the, the room that they were. We kind of ended up being on about four beds that were squished together. He is motioning or asking if I can motion for someone to come over and top him. And I can tell he was kind of a newbie. I hadn't really been in that environment. But I told him, it's like, I don't know, sweetie, if this is something that anyone's going to do out in the open. You know, you probably should wait to ask for that when you go to a private room. So with that being said, I'm even thinking about it in my head. I'm on the bottom of a 220-something-plus-pound guy on, on the bed. And I got my arms stretched out, reaching for whatever other dick and pussy I can get my hands on, you know, just to have fun. And this guy's fucking the hell out of me. And then he wants somebody to come and top him and fuck him while he's fucking me. And I'm even thinking that, oh, my God, unless I'm going to fall through the bottom of this mattress, I don't even know if I could take that type of weight you know, bearing down on me. But needless to say, him being top did not happen. The one guy that did whisper to me earlier that he was bi and wanted to know if any of the other guys were bi, but he only wanted to fuck in a private room. It really wasn't that type of situation while I was there as a host, only as a member they enjoyed myself. So a lot of people just weren't offering up that much information. But it can happen. And so... When you're in these situations with orgies, guys, I mean, you're going to even going to go in and you're just going to fit in where you can get in and literally. So I would definitely say if you're looking for orgy specific activity, try to make sure you're going to find things or parties where they're going to promote an orgy because it's not always a given that everyone will participate in the orgy. That particular night at Club Secrets, there probably were about a good 30 to 40 people in the club that night total and it only being a total of seven of us at the end of the night that ended up participating in the orgy literally participating not just watching but we were all involved in one way shape or another this is girls getting fucked guys being rolled um us uh giving hand jobs or us giving blow jobs or maybe some guy just standing off watching and jerking his dick because he was getting excited but participation means you were actually there and you got hands on some bodies and somebody's got hands on your body and you're fucking and sucking. And that's participating for me. Um, so in something like Heavenly Circle or Heaven Circle, that's something that, hell, I want to go in and look at and participate in myself. There's still plenty of things on Mama Bear's bucket list that I haven't done yet. And that's a great thing about the swinging culture is plenty out there to explore and to experiment. And as long as it's done in a positive, permissive manner, I'm all for it. Um, so when you hear things, guys, we got to break through the stereotypes because whether we realize it or not, we're probably receiving a lot of information from an unsophisticated source and an uneducated source. And a lot of the stuff is with anyone, you know, you're hearing the secrets and this and that about what sex is and what it is, hearing about it or reading or watching your porn and getting a lot of 
stuff either from an uneducated point of view or only from an entertaining point of view. And either one of those things coming together doesn't necessarily mean the reality of what is actually out there or what you can participate in. So it's going to take you actually having the courage and the balls literally to get up and go out and find partners and immerse yourself in this culture and making sure that you're being upfront and honest with people who are indulging in the same thing. I want to remove as many secrets and stigma and shame and bullshit away from grown ass people out here enjoying their sex life as I can. It is my personal life mission. It makes no sense for people to want to engage in behavior that is not illegal and whatever your moral compass is, you are not engaging illegal behavior, which means for my nose, definite nose, no child porn, no child sex, no type of molestation, no uh, scenarios where anyone is being raped or they're forced to have sex against their will. You have people that will fully participate in aggressive style sex. And that's with permission, but you don't do it without someone's consent. So I want to make sure that hearing these stories and, and being involved in certain things and having a lifestyle that there's things out there for you to do and places to go and people to meet that are going to participate with you. And if an orgy is where you are right now and that's what you want to participate in, then there's a place out there for you to go and get your orgy on. Okay. So an orgy may or may not be for you. The two that I described that I've been involved in personally may not necessarily be for you. And again, they weren't necessarily planned. That just kind of happened. So I do know for me when I do throw, um, caution to the wind, but not being reckless and not being unsafe with regards to not practicing safe sex. Throw caution to the wind when I don't necessarily plan things and try to keep things on this, you know, try to steer the car too much. Just throw caution to the wind sometimes and you never know what happens. You can be pleasantly surprised a lot of times. Um, so I've had great experiences myself personally with orgies. I can't speak for anyone else. And if there's anyone else out there experiencing bad experiences with orgies, just really try to decipher what happened. Think about if there was proper dialogue, that you communicate, that you have your yes and no's, that you have your safe words, that you have your boundaries. Did you really put the parameters out there on what you expected to participate in and what you wanted to participate in? what you agreed to participate in and what's any of that supported and respected. So orgies for me have been fun. And, um, you know, again, it, it's several things that I really do love as a swinger that are going to give me 100% satisfaction on my radar. Um, when it comes to individual partners and then sometimes it's about something just being about the experience of it all. And so for my orgies, they've been A1 in my book. They've been 100%. They've exceeded all of my expectations because in those instances, I learned how to um, not depend on my expectations. So if you don't set them, these sexual expectations too astronomically high or where they're unrealistic, then you will have less of a chance of being let down um, because those expectations weren't met. So if it's something that you don't need to control, don't try to control it. Just go out and enjoy yourself and let happen what is supposed to happen. And you'll be pleasantly surprised at what actually happens. 
So I am hoping that this podcast is going to, again, raise awareness, bring some sex positivity to the table, and again, give you guys a little bit of a comical view on what it's actually like to be out and be a woman uh, in a swinging environment who loves orgies. Okay? So thank you guys again for tuning in to Indecent Exposure. This episode, again, brought to you by Mama Bear. And I hope you've enjoyed this trip to the motherland. Thank you guys so much. Again, check out website sdc.com, which is swingdatingclub.com, or go to swinglifestyle.com. Those two particular websites I know have a statewide listing for swingers clubs. I'm only going to advocate that you get into regulated clubs, maybe professional parties, if they are professional social clubs. Go as far as look for the business licensing. Do what you need to do. But make sure that you get a clear understanding that you're walking into a safe environment, okay? You want to have safe play at all times. That's safe sex and be in a safe environment. With that, guys, I'm signing off again. Thank you for joining me on this podcast. And uh, the next one will be up, you know, really soon i hope and that's going to be hosted and we're going to be taking a trip a little dirtier a little grittier a little bit uh hardcore that's going to be hosted by my dual persona medusa she likes to take you to a place called the underworld signing off guys we both thank you for listening again indecent exposure have a great one And uh, don't forget to hit me up on Twitter, DM me if you got any questions, comments, or any other topics that you think you want to hear about in the future. On Twitter, it is I am underscore Mama Bear. Twitter, hit me up, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I'll be in touch. Bye-bye.